0: Lightning Strikes Thrice is brought to you by our lovely backers. If you want to support the network, please go to pitchdrop.cash and give us as little as a buck a month like Nathaniel and Tristan Bomar did. Thank you for listening and content warning again for this week for suicide and self harm. listening to lightning strikes thrice a jrpg games club podcast this is season seven episode six where we are covering the second half of the encephalon dive dungeon i of course am matt marcus my pronouns are he him and with us again is chris taylor and my pronouns are he him Sybil arnett she her michael mays he him ryan Beatty, they them We continue now after the boss fight with level four going into the winter portion of the dungeon and then riding that all the way to the end of disc one.
1: After the fight, Albedo begins kicking and choking one of the incapacitated URTVs, yelling, I told you to leave Rubido alone. Both of his siblings chastise him and leave in disgust as he screams at the heavens, and so do we, leaving the dive. Uh, he, like, beats the fuck out of this guy. Oh, Oh, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
0: He's totally dead. I'm pretty sure he built the grave for him. No,
1: it would be better if he was dead. Unfortunately, you find out he, uh, live for a while then
2: died yeah Yup. yeah i've got a little mini rant about albedo's characterization here about young albedo's characterization i'm sure we will we will get to that very soon uh but yeah Next this scene, is yeah. uh yeah this is this is uh a uh, fucked up <laughs> mm-hmm. so we're back to playing chase
3: the ghost at the Uriev institute again and let's talk about one of the most infamous scenes in this game yep So Rubido and Negredo begin giving Albedo shit after the simulation. You idiot. You practically put number 524 into a coma. He's like, well, all he's got to do is regenerate, though. Regenerate? Yeah, like this. And in the original version, this is where Albedo, an eight-year-old boy, whips out a handgun and blows his head off in front of his brothers with blood splattering on the stone monument in the background. (sighs) Uh-huh. Yeah. In the in the US, he just charges up a Goku style spirit bomb and blows his head off. Either way, both of his brothers have just watched him decapitate himself explosively, and the body is stumbling around in front of them with a void. So their scream is pretty reasonable. Mood.
0: Yeah, like for one thing, the uh, I, I felt that the orb blast looked a little funky, like it, like it wasn't. It, I could tell it wasn't originally there, so it it makes way
2: more sense that he used a gun. But that also, holy yeah. shit, he used a gun! <laughs> he whips he out that? one of Junior's pistols, <laughs> right? And 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 like and like Sibyl said, he is a child, not even just like a yeah. teen or a tween at this point, a literal child. Uh huh. Like, look, he could have just blown off a finger or something. That's college kid <laughs>
1: behavior for a party trick.
0: It's extremely extremely dark. <laughs> yeah, and the blood is in the background for like the whole rest of the scene. Oh yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, the they they decided to to censor some very strange things. Not as strange as the some of the censorship in episode three. Oh, but, um, the the one in episode one is so bad. They made it so much worse. Yeah, that's true. But the but the one in episode three is fucking hilarious. I can't wait to get to it. Anyway. It is at this point that they all find out that Albedo, one, can completely regenerate his form because his head just reforms on top of his body. Two, he has known this for uh, an indeterminate amount of time. C, he does not know that the other URTVs cannot do this. And he hasn't told he anybody that- either. that He can right. <laughs> so yeah. at this point, Rubido punches him out and says, you idiot, don't you ever do that again. And so, at this point, I want to talk a little bit about Albedo's characterization, because this is where some folks point to the moment where Albedo's sanity totally breaks, because his brothers explain to him very angrily that only he can do this, and all that he learns from this is that, wait a second, this means that you're both eventually going to die and leave me alone eternally? And the voice actor is, like, bawling his heart out and clutching Rubido as we fade to white. However... It's a well-done scene, but... But, um, so... They've already shown that Albedo is unstable and cowardly before this, but then they're also trying to point to Junior breaking the chain during the during the udu disaster as the thing that breaks Albedo. But they're also showing him that he's kind of broken and unhinged before, and also that the realization of his brother's mortality breaks him further. And so they have three separate breakpoints, and he is sniveling and evil and shitty all three times. Like... Before and after each break. And also, it completely undercuts Junior slash Rubido's, like, um... Guilt. Sense of guilt about this. Because if the reason why Albedo broke isn't the fact that Junior broke the chain, then that shit completely invalidates his entire characterization and raising reason for being except for also now we have this retcon that he also failed sakura but like it really stuck in my craw as this just like wait what what are you trying to do with albedo at this point
0: i mean the whole they were conjoined twins thing and now that they're you know oh don't (laughs) we can't get to that yet okay well (laughs) all right well i was just gonna say like the the um The emotional dependency that Algrito has, like or needs from Rubido, is just really severe, and I don't think they explain it very well. (laughs)
1: <laughs> just just to let you know I'm laughing very hard cuz you said al grito yeah. in a way that yeah. Wait hilarious. wait did you say El grito said you, al, you know cuz I was also
0: thinking like oh Negrito also like Negrito's there <laughs> i guess like <laughs> so like so, so pasta Alfredo is just really attached uh, the star I'll wars know, episode 1 head off first
1: yeah, yeah. shot his head first it's fine. uh, Fuck. uh the the other thing with this that bothers me a lot is this is completely undercut by Albedo's actions in episode one and, like, his all-consuming desire to own Junior and to mm-hmm. kill him, right? right. Like, I, this would not be incongruous if Albedo's desire was to annihilate everyone but Junior Mm -hmm. And, like, a weird protectionism angle. But at this point, I don't believe this at all. Just because the scene is well-framed and blocked and the voice acting is good here for a change
2: doesn't mean that this works. Fuck off. 100%. Yeah. Mm. I completely agree with all of that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I will praise the acting, but I will in no way praise... The writing. ...all of the implications of this. And they... They do some retcons on this to return Albedo to being villainous in the DS version. We'll get there. Mm-hmm. They mm, basically...
1: Okay. The, also, they basically retcon this entire game in Xenosaga 3 to make the series work. <laughs> That's also work. true. Yeah. That's also true. And
0: so, to get to the... what uh, <laughs> One of the weirder things that we are going to run into this episode, yeah. the next scene has a uh, vamp tier level, like, fucking what the hell <laughs> line, which is, in the beginning, Albedo and I were one... Because you came for the same fertilized egg? What? No. He was literally attached to my back from conception until the 28th week.
1: <laughs> Excuse. Also, my man can point onto the uh, reach so high on his back. Higher than a normal person can. Uh-huh. Very weird, Junior. Uh-huh. What's
3: up with you've, that? You've seen the URTVs do the fucking exorcist walk. Of course he can do that with his arms.
1: <laughs> uh, but like, this, uh, this isn't, this could, I don't care about this because you don't mechanize it. Right? Like, later on, they show Junior fe- feeling Albedo's pain. Why doesn't Junior deal bonus damage to Albedo, but also take that damage? Right? That would be like, cool. You should mechanize yes. this.
3: Fun yes. fact, um, that's actually one of the endgame fights. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay, good. Nice. It's it's literally in uh, FF7 style
0: Sephiroth and Cloud in the Void, except it's Albedo and uh, Rubido. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then, uh, the next incredibly relatable line comes, uh, Junior, don't you think you could try one more time to approach him? And Junior responds, well, you know, we're both pretty stubborn. (laughs) (laughs) All right.
2: (laughs) Two two things... Two things very quickly. Two things extremely quickly. Okay, first of all, the person who says, Junior, don't you think you should try to approach your brother and just talk to him? It's fucking Shion! It's Shion! What are you doing giving sibling advice, Shion? Well, here's the thing. It's much easier
0: to give advice than to listen to your own advice.
2: Yeah, that's fair. But I'm just like... I I am Team Sheon here in episode two. I believe that she is the wronged sibling between her and Jin. I will die on this hill as the younger sibling, but like she has no no standing no. to give sibling advice Absolutely. at all. Absolutely not. The second thing that I want to point out very quickly is uh when we they come out of the dive and they're all like ruminating on albedo's like mortality shit Ziggy just says ah uh, you know actually uh death is rest and life is a prison so you should respect death because life is what sucks which is incredible <laughs> I fucking love Ziggy
4: Yeah same bro I get uh, it
2: Yeah
0: so after this, uh, we get to do the dungeon again, but this time it's snowy. Well, and like, we're not joking. Like, no. all the enemies are palette swaps with like the only difference being they're more powerful. And I think they have different zone. Uh, they have the opposite yeah. zone. I, I, so yeah.
1: like, guys that had CB have
4: BC. Fuck. I off. cannot emphasize enough how much this is just the exact same thing you just did. You know
1: what? <laughs> mm-hmm. I would hate this less if there were more guys on this dungeon. There are only four kinds of guys and the mm-hmm. fourth guy doesn't show up until the last screen. Yeah. Well, it's just yeah. the same three guys for like
0: 6 hours. Well, I think that would only really work if like to have more the enemy element. It's like, not cool that I have to use fire sword instead of thunder sword or whatever. Right, but like if you add more enemy variety, you're probably going to end up in a lot of fights where you don't have the right party. So unless like the party swapping is like pretty snappy, which I don't, I I haven't used it much in this game yet, but like, it's it's fine. Fine. Okay, You lose one turn. All right. Yeah. Cause like I can imagine a scenario where you end up in some fights where you're just like, oh, this party sucks for these enemies. And I, and it's going to be too costly to try to reset by getting new party members in there. So you end up like really slogging through a bunch of battles because you can't prep for the battle ahead of time. Swapping like members in a party in an RPG like this, you know, going to the menu, swapping them in and out is always really tedious and not a lot of fun.
1: And the person you swap it, a person you swap out in battle gets zero XP.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, they don't get XP yeah. for everyone uh-huh. that they killed
1: before the swap. Nope. It sucks so bad. Nope. But I didn't the know person that. that comes in doesn't get full XP either. So if you swap two thirds of a way through a battle, you flush two guys worth of XP down the yep. toilet.
0: That fucking sucks. Mm
1: -hmm. It
0: does. (laughs) So now I'm glad I have not used swap because that means I haven't been wasting uh, (laughs) experience points. Yeah,
4: I did it one time on accident. Found out how it worked and like, well, never going to do that. This game was made by like seven teams that didn't talk to each other. Yup. Uh-huh. Because like that is such a clear example of like just one mechanic like clearly contradicting another mechanic. So
3: I got to tell you, this place is so hated, the winter part does not happen on the DS at all. These motherfuckers. Really? <laughs> <It's>, You're joking. <laughs> yes, and even better, they actually confirm a thing that does not come up until game three normally, which is Sakura dies here. They don't even Jesus. say
1: that. Why would <laughs> they, you don't, not they don't give say Junior it. character
3: motivation? She, she just falls out of the game, other than showing up as like a ghost in Momo for the rest of this game. Oh my they god! They don't uh, say that's the this worst. dive kills Sakura Mizrahi. She tries to save Albedo's life,
2: which is fucked because this is the Junior game. <laughs> this is the game about Junior.
0: And this so, is, like this, all this happens before they even got to the actual thing they were trying to do on the beach. How did this, right? yeah, how right. did this company make Xenoblade Chronicles?
3: All right, uh, I n- have to Nintendo. tell you how this plays out in the DS version because you're all going to get so mad. So the opening tutorial dungeon in the Milshin Conflict flashback does not happen. After this, you unlock the part where you can play as Jin if you want that scene. So Sakura dies during the first dive... They say, yeah, she tried to save Albedo because the infected URTVs. He was reckless. Blah blah blah. We then continue this flashback into them being deployed on Second Milsha. You show Citrine is there. She can't help with the link and she collapses. Guinan realizes he has no anti-Udu powers and figures out, oh shit, I'm I'm not here for this. Why was I designed? Albedo and Rubido try to do this, but Rubido chickens out, Albedo gets infected, everything goes horribly wrong, and during this flashback is when Junior starts going critical, and Albedo teleports in, and they move
4: that boss fight there. That (sighs) is such a smart way to fix this fucking shitty section of this game.
1: that removes yep. the entirety of one disc of Zeno Saga 2 for a single dungeon. Incredible. Yeah, yes. That's so good. Also, I didn't, we didn't bring it up, but why would you make a guy whose job is to interact with the Demiurge a mortal? You're just, like, literally asking for the Joker. Yeah, uh,
2: 100%. Yeah. It, 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 well, it... it It could be said that perhaps Dr. Yuriev was trying to engineer the Joker in his own image. Damn, Uh, my man invented society. (laughs) (laughs) So
3: we're we're all talking about the reason that Yuriev made some of these decisions, but I can't wait to throw this back in your face in about two updates.
2: Oh, God. Yeah, I I cannot wait because I I don't remember what Yuriev's actual motivations are. Oh, I'm the only one who
3: knows why all four exist, aren't I? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Oh, this is going to be good because I've never, I've yeah. never played this game. Just because I didn't play this sec- the the f- enough last
1: time, I just got to let let it be said that when Ziggy said, "What is Udu? I was like, "Fucking
2: thank you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> we've been saying,
2: yeah. uh huh. Yep. So uh, as just like a further elaboration to all of this hate that the dungeon gets, uh, during this period also, when you teleport back into the Yuriev Institute portion and... The, the spirit ghosts of the three variants are just shuttling you from cutscene location to cutscene location. Uh, at this point, none of the NPCs in the field have any meaningfully different dialogue whatsoever. And so once you explore it once, there is no reason to not just make a beeline to each location. And they absolutely could have just... Giving you the cutscenes instead of making you run around the Yuriyev Institute a second. It's not or even time. cool. All the no, rooms are so big and so empty. It's just a bunch of sideways. hallways. It
4: and sucks. also,
2: another character development that I think is dumb as hell is the reason why Junior got into the harmonica was to duet with Sakura mm. because the only way that she can communicate is to play the piano. Shut so the fuck like, up. It's just because you're a
1: cowboy.
2: Exactly. What is happening? (laughs) They they did not need to give the harmonica a backstory because they had already given the harmonica a backstory. You missed some cutscenes that are just
1: an anime girl playing the piano with her mom while Junior creeps on them through the window.
3: Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, Funnier still, Junior is talking to the mom through the window because those two can interact with reality. Sakura is a vegetable. Plinking on some keys beside Billy Joel mom while this whole thing is talking about her like she doesn't exist.
4: Yeah, I am amazing. so confused Bad. by the series of sounds that just emerged from my earphones.
2: Uh-huh.
3: If any character in this game would drunk drive into a child, it is
2: definitely Yuli Mizrahi. What
4: the fuck did you just <laughs> say?
2: Because because uh, she called she called Yuli Mizrahi Billy Joel mom. Uh, yeah. therefore- is that is that a thing uh-huh. Billy uh-huh. Joel yes. has done? Oh yeah. Oh, yes. Uh,
1: you know what my favorite thing is is I can't believe he was lying to us for so long and he did start the fire. Oh. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but- <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> my man was arrested for arson recently. The um, best use yep.
4: of that <laughs> song ever. Okay, let's talk about this shitty box. <laughs>
0: Well, well, well hold on, we, we did we miss the whole grave thing in the by yeah. the tree? We didn't oh, yeah. talk about that yet. Because yeah. none of it matters. It's just them going, Yeah,
3: that day Albedo started getting weird. And then we discussed the actual parts where and Jr. talked.
0: Well, I, I presumably, right. like, my read on this was that the the URTV that uh, he beat the shit out of died and he built that person a grave, but then it looked like he was building another grave for somebody else, but I didn't know who that was going to be for. The
1: implication of that is that they don't, the Yuri of Institute just like leaves them in a locker
0: mm-hmm. or something.
3: I mean, I think it was him just making two graves for his brothers.
2: Yeah, I don't, oh. yeah, he's definitely not making graves oh. for the one through 665. Absolutely not. Well, there's he definitely still a field beneath him. There
0: is a filled grave there, which I guess that's maybe that's Sakura. You know, could be Would they he don't say Sakura it
3: in the woods.
0: Yeah, That's, <laughs> look, it's the Yuri of Institute. You know, th- there is a flower on there, and, and Sakura is like obviously cherry blossom. So, like, I don't remember no. what flower don't it say is, but if
1: obviously, it's a... like, we're all disgusting Weaboo's. <laughs> Stop it,
0: Chris. We are disgusting Weaboo's. Like, you're just gonna <laughs> have to like that. steer into the swerve, okay? Uh, <laughs> steer I, to the spin.
4: Okay. I have a question actually about this dungeon before we continue. Where sure. is it? like, in the world, in relation to the Uriel Institute. Like, where is this dungeon? So, <laughs> like, yeah. All of the forest
3: is inside Sakura Mizrahi's right, brain. Right, I understand that. Which but is it, but it's
4: stored in Momo's right, brain. Right, I get that. My, my point is that this is clearly representing a real-world place.
2: It's representing, uh, like, the house that, uh, Yuli and Isaac Mizrahi is it I, Yuli yeah. and Dr Mizrahi um built hmm. for her to convalesce yeah.
4: in, where on um, Milcha okay yeah
2: uh, it's it's Milcha. Okay. on Milcha it's this on is Milcha. their vacation home in Milcha so,
1: so yes. yeah the Uriev exactly. Institute was also yeah. on Milcha so
4: mm-hmm. okay so i guess my my question then is just like where is this on that map. Like where on the map would this be? Because I don't I don't know why we just go to a random forest here. This is a th- Hey good news. We might go back to
3: Milsha and find that out for you oh, soon. He, oh. Mm. <laughs> I'll listen to the episode.
2: <laughs> good call. Um yeah Mil- Milsha <laughs> is uh such, like Milsha is one of the only planets in a space opera that actually has, like, different vibes. It's not a Star Wars planet. uh, You know, different... Right, exactly, exactly. Milsha, first Milsha, is not a Star Wars planet. Second Milsha absolutely is just, like, factory Coruscant. You know, Mall of America Coruscant. (laughs) Yeah. But, like... (laughs) <laughs> but, but, but yeah, for, first Milsha actually has several different biomes and several different locations because it was an incredibly important planet to the star system in general. W- and so, I, I will yeah. give this game credit. It has Star
4: Trek planets, which I think are good.
2: Like, it, it doesn't have Star Wars in mm-hmm. It's so, so funny to me that Star Wars is known for
1: that when that's been a sci-fi problem forever. Oh, yeah, for, for ages and ages. Yeah, but, Dune but, has yeah. that
3: problem, too. Yeah. However, Dune does also do terraforming. Mm it does oh no 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 i was just
1: <laughs> i was just thinking about how all of their planets are star wars planets in reality yeah oh. <laughs> except, except yeah. Earth, they're except all star wars Earth. planets <laughs> <It's so rare>. <laughs> <laughs> i can't believe mars is just a fucking desert planet try harder george lucas
4: <laughs> No, that was james cameron um, dude I was implying that George Lucas was responsible for a real. I I know, and I was implying that James Cameron would be the type who does that.
1: I don't know who James Cameron is. Oh
4: my God! What?
1: (laughs) Who is
3: that? (laughs)
4: The Terminator,
3: Avatar, Titanic, The (laughs) Abyss—basically every major fucking movie when you were growing up was James Cameron.
4: He's wine mom pop
3: culture. (laughs) I think Thelma and Louise was James Cameron
1: i haven't seen any of these
2: movies <laughs> we make you have seen, seen Titanic. You terminator. No. no i have not seen titanic aliens and terminator 1 are like both just oh wait Alzheimer's. did he make aliens yes. no okay i saw that that's, yeah. that's ridley scott ridley scott wait, made alien and james cameron made aliens
1: yes. great oh, really? i've seen a james cameron movie i saw aliens Let's talk about the awful boss that reveals all of this game's com- the combat Fuck system's problems. Yep. this boss! Yep. Also, oh, oh, also, apparently only we had a bad time with it because it's not like this in the DS version here. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> in the game, the rest of the hosts have pl- Oh, yeah, because it's the Xenosaga 1 system where this boss would be good in. Yeah. Yep.
2: yeah.
1: In the game the rest of the hosts have played, <laughs> Junior goes Super Saiyan, God Super Saiyan. Uh, thank you. Uh... <laughs> It leads to Albedo instantly transmitting inside of Momo's brain, and suddenly it's boss time, and then disc one will be over. Well,
0: also, like, Albe- like Albedo like puts his hand like through Junior somehow.
1: <laughs> oh, that yeah. whips. That That's a pretty rolled. good scene using that power again. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So the gimmick of this fight is that Albedo's got break block. Um, you have to do enough damage to him quickly enough to destroy his arms, and then you can break them for like two turns before they regenerate. Which is, like, okay, it mechanizing, like, Albedo's character trait, but it fucking yeah. sucks. Because Albedo has, like, 40,000 HP, and... <laughs> doesn't he? It's yeah, not quite that, not much, that but much, but it's a lot. Oh, no, I'm off by a... F- of 7,600 yeah, and 8. He has, like, yeah, 4,000.
3: Exactly. It's 8. It's 8,000. That's yeah. so
1: much! It's a lot! It's, yeah. You do, like... 200 300 to maybe 700 if you set up really well yeah yeah, yeah.
4: it's a long fight mm-hmm. it sucks it sucks so bad and first, first of all while we're talking about the arms thing it looks really 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 <laughs> really fucking stupid when the arms are broken holy shit
1: his animations don't change no. but he doesn't have it, arms, it literally so just it looks yeah, like
4: he's about toggle the the, the fucking flag on <laughs> visibility for his arms Okay, so for yeah. the
1: record, I had an animation, an, an emulation glitch during the this whole section where in the Uriam cutscene, Insta- Institute cutscenes, Albedo's head wouldn't show up. His <laughs> hair would, which made the what? scene where he blew off his own head so funny because it, when it re- regenerates, the hair just comes. It's back just the and hair. That's it. Oh my god! <laughs> that's what? incredible. But the hair in his eyeballs. Unbelievable what? shit! <laughs>
0: you should have taken a picture of this.
1: Well do it again I do it I again have if i hadn't looked away and missed the part where he blew his head off oh no all i saw was the blood state and people yelling i'm like what happened i was all tab because i was bored mm-hmm. god so much like the level four boss if you prep and use a successful string of boost sus juggling during one of these periods you can disintegrate him in one go uh if you do not this battle is an extremely long, te- tedious slug of no damage, no damage, no damage, time to get him, over and over and over again, with more than one round where you'll be throwing away the turn's healing because he hits harder and more often as this goes on. Um, this boss is led up by, to by a fuck you in terms of dungeon design, mm-hmm. where the summer dungeon is one screen longer and there's a save point yeah! on that screen. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. I came into here thinking, I don't need to heal my MP. There'll be a save point here before right. the boss, and there wasn't. And I went into this battle with Cosmos, who was the healer, with a 0 MP, and Junior with 0 MP. Only Chaos had any, and the only way I got through this is that I had the um, ability where when you stock, you get 10% of your MP Ooh. back.
0: Oh, that's a good one.
1: That's sorry, it's
0: it's, but it was no, it's not a good one because at this point it amounts to like four. Oh, well, that's right, fair point. But you're you're gonna be stocking a lot in this battle, so it does end up adding up, like so, yeah. But it, yeah, you can't keep up with the damage. I burned through like three quarters of all of my items in this
1: fight. Can
4: I (laughs) while we're the problem with this battle system in the way it interacts with like? boss battles and normal fights, is that it's a battle system where the way that you strategize is by making the battles take longer and by just doing nothing. And so it feels really bad when you have to spend a long time doing nothing. And then at the end of doing nothing, you have to heal up because that entire time you're getting destroyed by the enemy. And then only after that, you have to see if it's like a good moment to actually launch your attack. And then you actually get to do the fun stuff. Right, so there is so much and setup, it's, and you have to do it over and over. And they insult
1: you in this yes. fight. Yes, they insult you well, in this fight because while you're doing the mandatory setup, you're taking so long that they're like, "Oh, this is the weak well, point."
2: Yeah, this is. I, 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 I really. I was about to ask Sybil if I could launch into a rant about that because Go she's got okay, yeah, because I, I'm going to incorporate the highlighted notes into my mini rant. <laughs> so, like, it's really funny because. Uh, the game does actually give you hints if you are bad at it, but they don't give you the right hints a lot of the time. So the game will all, all of a sudden just start giving you little like notes from Soccerist consciousness, which gives you the break combination of uh, like B, C, C, B, which you need to obviously uh, split across two characters. However, However, even though it gives you that, it does not tell you how to destroy his arms at all. And so it's giving you almost no feedback that by attacking his arms and letting him guard break, you are actually making progress The only feedback it gives you is occasionally he will boost in a turn to tell you that his arms temporarily are numb. But until you actually destroy the arms, you can't break him. And the game tells you what the break combo is, but not that you're doing the right thing by only doing 12 damage over and over and over and over again.
3: And it tells you stuff like there's blood on his right arm? What the fuck does that mean? That one is based on he has... A standard attack, uh-huh. and after the fourth time he does it, it does a super-powered version, uh, mm-hmm. and the red hand thing is telling you he's just done the super-powered version, you've got a few breathing that no. Who knows? That,
1: because I mm-hmm. was revival cycling Junior for half this That battle. doesn't tell you <laughs> <Right>. anything. <laughs> what are you talking about?
3: No. That's
0: meaningless. You want to be then- even
3: madder? The the arms are numb thing
0: is just telling you, oh, he's weak to that element. It doesn't do anything uh, special. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! I thought it was I thought it was like a signal of like keep hitting him and the arms will do something.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought because everyone had fire sword. Right, you, you have to too. break
0: his arms, but if you're hitting him with an
3: element that he's weak to. It tells you, oh yeah, his arms are numb. Speaking you of, did
0: something right. Speaking of fire, uh, fire sword. You know, t- to add on top of you know the earlier comments of how many turns you need to build up. If you're also buffing at the beginning of the gate uh, of the battle oh too, God. you add which you have uh, to later. Right, well, and here, like I, I gave uh, fire sword to Junior and Momo, and then Momo cast Quick on herself, and I think Ziggy. Oh, I got to get Quick. Yeah, and like that was probably the only reason why I survived this fight because it got really gnarly in like the second half, but also that was that happened after all of the uh all of those faded away, you know, all the buffs.
1: Yeah. This went so bad for me. I had to use medkits on Cosmos just because she had more HP and the 60 HP mattered more mattered.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it's also it God, it's especially funny because on top of the sakura's the sakura consciousness hints then if it goes on for even longer than that eventually albedo won't grow his arms back the game will say his powers reach the limit and he just like won't break block for the rest of his
1: powers are limitless what is (laughs)
2: yeah Yep,
3: it's literally pity in case you cannot get further any other way. They stop after I that, think it's a dozen uh, cycles. It's a hard
2: fight. It's a hard oh fight. God. How would and, and it sucks so bad because the the rhythm in theory of stock boost nuke feels extremely good until and you know broken records? Someone season, survives it. Until yes. someone survives it. And then it becomes the dumbest, worst slog in the world. Or
4: mm-hmm. if it just, like, put yeah. the battle in a more dynamic state. Like, for a game that is has a battle system so complicated, it is so static. It is so the same thing every time. And you can't, like, boost while someone's in the air or, or whatever like that. Like, there's all these weird limitations that make it slow and unsatisfying when it only works if one thing happens, and it does everything possible to make that situation as rare as possible.
1: Shoutouts to Final Fantasy Thirteen, the good version of this.
4: <laughs> yes.
1: In a lot of ways, yes. <laughs> no, in every yes. way. Because the thing you have to do to get right. to the, the nuke phase is simpler, and it's the same every time. There are
4: additional complications, and enemies can't fuck you over because they are disabled when you're the, nuking the, them. The the thing that makes this game way worse than that is that this game has a battle system built for long battles, and it puts them in battles that are extra long. Final Fantasy Thirteen has yeah. a battle system <laughs> made for short battles, and it puts them in short battles. And, well, well, until a few until of the, the, the bosses... Of it, when they
1: yes.
2: become ten minutes each... Yes. Uh just real quick, um long Momo for long battles. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: I I want to stop
2: thinking about long MOMO. Stop saying that.
4: <laughs> oh, it's Never. gonna be it's
0: gonna keep coming up.
4: Yeah. Uh oh, fuck this battle so much.
3: Uh there's another move here, which I don't know what the reason for this is, where he has a bizarre meta attack that he will just remove the UI showing your party's status and HP for a few turns. Oh yeah, that happened oh, yeah. I thought
1: that was a bug. No, that's, no, that's not a real bug. Thing.
3: That's an, an attack
0: he does. Yeah. I don't know what?
1: why. What? I hate what that. What would that
0: even mean? <laughs> well, that, that's exactly what happened in the It happened in Shadow Hearts too. Shadow Hearts was a game with
4: like a thing that played with the UI. Like one of the mechanics of that game was like the UI yeah. changes. This is
0: not or that. Like, yeah, and, yeah, the interaction.
3: I,
4: I don't know why
3: that's there. Like, imagine if, in a Final Fantasy game, a boss could just make your HP and status menus vanish for three turns. And how much of a debilitating thing that would be when you can't track your boost meters, your limit break, your HP, your The MP, turn order? Just for a few rounds. Oh <laughs> uh, Yeah. Put
1: it in an Atlas no, no, game, no. buddy. No, no, no.
3: The, the bottom part of the UI with the turn order is oh. still there. Just the right. top part.
1: Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
3: Just your HP. That and makes things. it yeah, seem yeah, like a Yeah, bug. the part
1: where it doesn't do anything.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, steal Awakening 1 from this fight. If you don't, you never get a double attack. You blah, know what? Blah, blah,
1: blah, blah. Just because I don't want to fight Albedo again, I am going to cheat and give myself a lot of awakenings because I want to free Captain Matthews, but I don't love you enough to fight Albedo twice. I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> you went through a yeah, whole arc in great. one episode. <laughs> and if <laughs> you were <laughs> Sybil this week, you played a pretty good boss fight where his entire gimmick is just
2: stealing health off of Junior <laughs> during this battle in the uh that's Summer great. Domain. Yeah. Damn. That's good. That's yep. good. I really I I wish it was more possible to play a translation of the DS version uh easily because it sounds very neat. Yep. <clears throat> but after the battle, we realized that uh none of this matters because um at this point uh, Junior and Albedo will begin having the I think third anime anime yelling power orb battle uh, where they start touching spirit balls uh, their opposing energies start crackling inside Momo's brain and get become larger and larger power orbs as they're yelling keep going i'm almost there
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: god damn it remember these remember they're brothers
0: right ha. uh <laughs> Sorry, Matt, on. that
1: only makes it that only makes it better for uh, the fanfic. Yeah,
0: that's just. Oh
2: no, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm amping it up. I'm I'm adding layers. Uh, no, I am or Ao3 I, tags. Some, I was gonna say, here's a cursed thing that I'm never entering into Ao3. Is <laughs> <laughs> it's cursed enough? I'm as doing it that is. right
3: now. I'm doing that oh, right no, now. It was of a heteroph- you are.
1: It was a hetero fic until the
0: spirit balls touched. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> you, you know that the first the you you do know that like the first like ship has to be Xian and Cosmos. Like you know. Oh that. yeah. Which
2: I which I still fucking Nobody, hate because and you don't know. With.
1: No, because you don't know about Telos yet.
0: Okay, there's okay. It's a th- Thruple, Whatever.
3: Let me find one that's got. Any kind of romance. Uh-huh. Um, uh, nope. It's Albedo, his brothers, and the Kirschvassi. <laughs>
4: uh-huh. oh, the worst
2: version of the it. The
4: Bishan and fuckboys. Uh, A- A-
2: All respect to my homies at AO3, but also, oh, geez, that's, that's the most AO3 yeah. thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Look, okay,
0: okay, calling out to the listeners, write some fanfic of Xenosaga and make it not that. Please. please Second one it. that
3: is... Relationship based, Albedo slash Kirschwasser slash original uh, character. Actually, you know where's what?
1: Where's my know what? Ziggy?
0: Ju- where's my Ziggy Yuli one? <laughs> okay, where, y'all, y'all talking about. Where's is got- my memory erasure <laughs> device? Hey, check this out. How about this? How about if we hit a certain Patreon goal, I will write a fanfic. Of Xeno and upload it to AO3. No,
1: no, I want you to write a horny fic about Udu
0: X cathedral <laughs> Sure, sure, that'll be a part of it. Yeah, part yeah, of it. Nice. I, I'm putting it on the episode right now. Like, uh, Chris, like, pick a number so that I can drop it in later in editing. Like, if we hit, like, I don't know, like 250 a month or something, I don't know. Like, wait, I uh, will write no, no, this. I wait, will do uh, this. It's patreon.com slash what?
4: Pitchdrop.cash. Oh, pitchdrop.cash. Okay. Cool. Drop cash.
3: <sighs> I have terrible news for you. I found a Ziggy Yuli story, but it takes place within the Project Cross Zone crossover games. Oh, so also that? the cast of Tales of Vesperia, Tekken, mm. and other things are here too. Oh yeah. Fuck oh that. God. I kinda wanted May to I'm play Cole those game wait, hearts. Wait,
1: wait, and then Ziggy throws Yuli into a volcano.
3: <laughs>
2: yes. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh, getting getting. All g- right, I'll close this tab. <laughs> Steer, steering this train awa- away away <laughs> from hell, away from literal hell. <laughs> it's Chris. I'm editing our Patreon right now. Oh, the way the by the way, the way that someone has just highlighted this makes my red look like green. Uh, Please unhighlight that. Uh, uh, it's probably Chris. It was me. Uh, fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, you, I am the most distractible note reader, and Chris is the most distractible passive note follow alonger, and it it creates chaos. You,
4: you are six dollars closer to that thick.
2: <laughs> Hell That's yeah! A <laughs> emoji <laughs> yes. Um, So, Momo, seeing two of uh, her slash Sakura's loved ones in mortal danger, proceeds to magically reform her consciousness enough to scream out, stop, to the two of them. However, Albedo, who's been hiding inside her head the whole time, has engineered this as the trap the whole time it wasn't you know albedo ambushing us from from here it was he was just literally trying to put junior in enough danger that momo lets her guard down because you know her consciousness died because her defenses went up and now albedo can just go in once like the re- the gears of reality start turning in the sky and light starts shining down here uh, Albedo can just grab the key to the Y data and and leave, and she's completely intact mentally again. Yep. <laughs> cool.
0: So that happens. Great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, then we cut to space where Albedo is chilling in his ES, and then all of a sudden he starts getting covered in runes, like, actually, also the ES is being covered in red runes, like it's the Matrix, but red. And it's been like A long time since we've seen an ES. So (laughs) it was kind of like a surprise. Oh yeah, these are in the game. But back on second Milsha, Yuli Mizrahi confirms that the Y data is gone, entirely stolen from Momo's memory. And then we get cut back to Albedo in space and both he and the mech disintegrate into Crimson Code. And he's also like cackling himself talking about, oh yeah, I finally got it. I I know how to get to Milsha now. And then back on second Milsha, Junior collapses because he he can feel that Albedo's heartbeat has stopped on the right side of his body where it, his heart was connected to him in the womb.
2: Yeah, apparently they still uh, share a ghost heart, but... Here is another huge, huge, huge episode one versus episode two contradiction and motivation because uh, Albedo was trying to fuck Junior up and destroy him for all of episode one and like toying with him the whole time. And now he's like trying to psychically communicate with Albedo uh, with, uh, with Junior and he says come on, I just discovered the gospel that will reawaken Milcia. Uh, Please come share this new world with me. So he's basically like, hey, bro, come on, let's rule together again in, you know, crazy apocalypse world instead of uh, I'm going to laugh and psychologically torture and then destroy you.
0: So wait, hold on, hold on one second, though. The three URTV, like special URTVs that we've been hanging out with, they have a psychic connection. Wouldn't yes. the fact that Albedo just unlocked the Y Data means that both Negrito and Junior have it now? Or sorry uh, Gu- Guinan? Yeah Just don't think about it. Right. Okay <laughs> Okay. I mean like I guess you Could say like they have control over times When they do that. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: No because Plot magic. The brain phone
0: <laughs> Oh yeah dialogue on the Okay. Yeah.
1: Yes because, because remember Negrito had to like Explicitly call Albedo I love the future Sama in oh, yama
3: in yama, yama. yama.
2: And that's the end of Disc One. Yeah. Which means that Disc One is only like 15 hours long total. It's wild. Yeah. This continues the legacy of this series having like
4: 80 hours of systems in like a 30 hour, hour game. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I remember seeing the how to how long to beat on this one was like pretty short. And it felt uh, I so believe so much longer because after, <laughs> after this dungeon. If, if they can only fit this much content max in Disc Two. Although looking at the guide, there's a lot of more dungeons to go. It has. An insane
3: amount of content on disc two, okay. especially with the post game added in.
2: Okay. It's like the opposite of Final Fantasy seven, where disc three uh, is just the final battle, where it's like disc one is just the tutorial uh, sections, essentially, and then disc two in Xenosog episode two is where the rest of the game is.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Which is very exciting, because that tells me that there will be very few unique assets.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say yeah. that like, I did have to do this twice, and it was not appreciably worse the second time. Like, the battle system in this game is really fun at the beginning, and I just think this area is where it starts to go off the edge.
1: I don't think I can't mind it at all, the battle system, until we
4: get to Albedo, and he's way over I mainly kind of hate how it interacts with everything else in this dungeon. Like, maybe the battle system itself is fine, but this is where I started to notice battles annoying me. Well, the problem, the re- the
1: other problem is the num, the one battle with um five yeah. guys in it, and because of how they can
4: boost at any second if you don't boost right away, there sucks. are a number of things in the section that are just egregious, like just like really unacceptable mm-hmm. as far as game design
0: goes, and like, and it's and it's pretty hard. Like you can get, yeah, wipe. You know, you can get wiped very easily in any one of these fights if something goes a little wrong. And especially if your party is like not including the, the really tanky characters, which I guess like I guess that's your They're own. They're just fault objectively better, I guess, yeah, right? Like, I mean, yeah, and they and they put out good damage. Like, it's really hard not to use Ziggy and Cosmos a lot. The only time would be if you had like some
4: foreknowledge. Oh, this boss is weak against Aura, so I better bring Chaos in or whatever,
0: right? Like, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, for real. That. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's basically because they don't get skill points. Yeah. I mean, that's essentially what I ended up doing in this dungeon because like I started off with Cosmos, Ziggy and Momo ran through summer. And then once I started getting to winter, I'm like, I, I looked in the guide and the guy said, oh, you want to use junior Momo and Ziggy? I'm like, okay. So I put in junior to get him some experience. I tried a little bit with Shion and Xi'an was just terrible and I don't know how to use her at all. Like, she's just, like, a worse Momo. Yeah, she's good against in, like, one section, kind of.
2: Yeah. I, man, Sheon is a damage beast for me. Really? Honestly. She does a lot of damage to, like, yeah.
4: mechanical things for me. But
2: Yeah, because
1: yeah, she's spiritually prepared to be a yeah. cop already. She does a lot of damage. <laughs>
2: um but she also i mean her attacks hit for so much more when an enemy is either in the air or on the ground yeah uh, or at least that's been like my experience so far and so i've been using her as like the kicker to my combos and it's it's worked out really well for me
0: i think also the problem is she comes in so late and like relative to the other characters so she's pretty far behind on the skill tree for me especially like the class points So she doesn't really have as much support stuff as, like, Momo. Momo is my main healer, actually. And on top of that, she can deal a a decent amount of damage when people are not broken and then does a ton of damage when they're broken. So, like, I'm just constantly keeping Momo in the rotation and just having at least one, if not two, tanky characters to kind of balance it out. I, I come back to the
4: fact that there is literally nothing in this game that suggests you should build anyone, anyone, any particular way. Right? So, like, I, it's great that you found that or whatever, but like, it's very easy yeah. to like accidentally buy the wrong class or something for someone and just be like, oh, I guess oh, and then you're oh, locked yeah. in it for an hour until you get enough skill
1: points to be done and get more. Yeah. Oh, points. I
0: made I made a huge mistake by giving all of the uh, ether blast skills to Ziggy at the yeah. beginning because I'm like, Whoops. all right, like maybe that'll be useful in case he's in a battle where he can't really get physical damage off or someone is like really fire resistant, and then it turns out. Uh, he has no MP, and on top of that, he just does no damage because he doesn't have the the stats to back that up. So it was a, it was a complete waste. Real shitty game. So,
3: also, Chris, I love that your decision is oh yeah, Shion's going to become a cop. You know she's Barrett, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: Isn't she actually a cop? Doesn't she become a cop in episode three?
3: No, she becomes a freedom fighter with a gun arm. Yeah, I
1: thought she was a cop. I swear she was a cop. Mm, she's no, literally she a founding arm? the
3: Xenosaga version of philanthropy from Metal Gear Solid Two.
2: Yeah, she she does get a gun arm, oh, and yeah. and it's it's just that she's such a sanctimonious lib in episode one <laughs> that um it's it's hard to remember her character. Oh, turn good news! In episode three, it's worse in three. <laughs> oh, she goes
4: hardcore shitlib.
3: Yes, <laughs> but like shitlib,
2: uh, shitlib terrorist, which is amazing. Oh, uh, like imagine,
3: imagine Kamala with a chain gun arm running around trying to put me in prison. She's like, <laughs> that's she chain gun. For this. <laughs>
2: Give Pete Buttigieg a Gundam.
3: <laughs> ryan uh ryan my p- point of reference
1: for this is the Trill billy's libs doing trash can bombings to save the post office <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> incredible well i feel like we had party chat i'm gonna have to change my party completely uh i did try really try to go with um chaos and junior just because they had the most skill points to start with because they were in chaos as the most because he was in both tutorials but Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. gonna have to change it completely very excited
2: just gonna have to grind a lot i'm doing my party entirely through story and so uh this was cosmos and junior and xion because i figured momo shouldn't even be here and really i mean (laughs) Cosmos shouldn't have been there either but like you know usb drive it's fine
0: so what about Jin? Like when is like we're gonna have to train up Jin too when he comes back. Yes. Uh, yeah.
3: I'll I'll have that's fun. That's, that's spoiler. Next time out, we're going to. I think we get Jin next time. We're also gonna have to start doing all the robot development shortly.
2: Mm-hmm. You know and the things is, we uh, haven't had all game. Yeah. Yeah. I've been saving mm-hmm. all of my skill up items for Jin when he shows up into the party. Basically, oh, I've been using them all. And
0: I, I got lucky. <laughs> I, used them
2: all on Co- I used them all on Cosmos when I had to swap her in. Oh, boy. Mm.
0: Uh, yeah, because yeah, I, so I also. Far behind. I got lucky and got the rare drop from level four, which is the skill upgrade E, which is 500 points. And yeah. definitely oh, nice. i definitely used those. got that, that one
2: too. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, oh sorry. I'm I stole that... it because <laughs> I actually have Psycho Pocket.
1: It's so bad that you don't get Psycho Pocket. That's like Junior's personal defining skill. <laughs> so. <laughs>
3: A thing you didn't mention earlier when you were talking about how bad the skill system is, reminder, you get a refund of points for clearing out an entire class. But every class has at least one locked skill in it, with the exception of the very first ones. Yeah. So if you try and get something without getting the side quest associated with it, if you pick the wrong one, you might be locked out of that for 30 hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had to finish Bullshit. so
1: many classes with chaos just to be able to get into the one that has, um, re- you retain speed after doing an ether move without being fucked.
4: Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so many of the, the fucking classes have useless skills in them. It's like two skills that are kind of useful and two that are totally useless oh
1: there's that one in level two that is extremely good which is just passive resistance to all the status effects
0: unequipped. and then some of them are those right yeah but by the way i didn't mention this earlier but everybody's in swimsuits now (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah
1: yeah Yeah. (laughs) so like you're running around in the winter and like
0: shion's in a fucking bikini
1: (laughs) it makes me so mad that the swimsuit is so superior to everything else you can equip
4: right now it's really good (laughs) I hate yep. that this is what this game has for an equipment system, by the way. I think it's very mm. bad. So you this know whole... there's that whole second
3: equipment system for robots, right? Right. <laughs> uh, they, uh... They've got spin too. <laughs> it just keeps
2: going deeper and deeper. Um, and what the fuck there's... is up with Shion's garter belt thigh chain? That would not be good to swim in. I'm just saying uh, it's impractical. Again, how did this team make
4: Xenoblade Chronicles? Because that game's very good. <laughs> well, it makes sense when you remember they made Xenoblade Chronicles 2, a shit video game. No, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 is very good. I know people who
3: are very mad that they still haven't gotcha rolled Cosmos in Xenoblade Chronicles 2 after all this time.
4: That, that I've played 200 hours of that game and I've never rolled Cosmos. Yep. Oh, wild. I already have that. And I already, oh,
1: all it's good for is Merc missions. But it's cosmos. Who cares? <laughs> Me? My anime waifu. Gonna clip that out. Do you guys have anything to share with the listeners? Oh, we don't have any closing thoughts because we said so much. We bullshit. We, 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 we said, said, so much said everything. <laughs> I am devoid of content.
4: Yeah, fuck this dungeon, fuck this section Um, You should go to UrbanDebate.org and support your local Urban Debate League or the national one, they've done a lot of stuff over the past year to ensure that like poor kids can
0: still debate uh, while there's a pandemic happening so support yeah. them, UrbanDebate.org Hell yeah cool. And uh, Boku No Stop, free and premium still doing Monster still doing, oh god, G Gundam I totally forgot, I haven't G-Gundam. watched G Gundam in forever so G Gundam, G Gundam uh, I'm sure they're still punching each other.
1: Yep, they're still punching each other. Still holding hands. You know, lots of fingering.
3: Oh, what? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I know what you meant. And
0: uh. <laughs> uh, see, it's it's burning Godfinger now.
1: Yeah, that just that just means you get like you got the herpes. It's fine. Yeah, I've <laughs> definitely had
3: burning finger. Talk about the acid pad that's on mine right now. <laughs> Uh, you can find me and other horrible stories like that at hellscaper.com.
1: You can listen to Riot at Ice podcast, Lightning Strikes Thrice Extreme, by visiting our Patreon at pitchdrop.cash and kicking in as little as a buck a month. It's this podcast, but about Final Fantasy XIV, the MMO. And we have just finished A Realm Reborn. Uh, Ryan, did you plug your... Uh... Ryan's internet is... Uh, they're gone. Oh. Listen we, to their music. Ryan can... Yeah. At <laughs> uh, Canon and Deverin. And Storm King on Bandcamp. Links will be in the description. And that's all until next time when we'll be talking about whatever. Peace out, fuckers.
3: (laughs) Bye. Yeah.